Hi, it's Dave here, and I'm with my wife, Kathy. Bonjour. This is the... What? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. All right. Um, <laughs> I completely <laughs> totally thrown you. totally threw me. <laughs> um, this is the cinema. That's where we walk to the movies, then we walk home from the movies, and that's it. Um, we're going to see uh, Captain Marvel today. Marvel's Captain Marvel, as is I've seen it. Is that what it's called? Well, you know, often they, they put Marvel's The Avengers or whatever, so it's not Marvel's Captain Marvel. It's ridiculous. Um, we can't go to this together because logistics. Um, so Kathy's going to go to a screening now, then me and Oscar are going to go off and uh, have fun at rhyme time, and then we're going to do a swapsies. And then later, we'll have both seen it. And we'll reconvene. It's a six-hour marathon two-movie session. But we love when we do this because we both get to go to the cinema on our own, have time on our own. And actually, funnily, last time we did this, I think, was for Spider-Man. And loads of our listeners wrote in saying that they do this a lot, um, people with kids or just people in general. um, Actually, I I can't get to the cinema with other people. I prefer going with you. Yeah, but I'm very happy to go on my own on a Saturday morning. Anyway, a Captain Marvel. A bit of a Marvel. disconnect here. Yeah. I'm sorry to be sorry. such an inconvenience. Sorry, you're not an inconvenience. At the cinema. Uh, Captain Marvel is like, I haven't even seen a trailer for it. The only thing I've seen is um, the end of the Avengers or one of those movies where they kind of teased it. Yeah, Infinity War. Yeah, and then I really like Brie Larson. Like, I'm a huge fan of her, so I think she's yeah, amazing. She's great. And I'm really glad she's heading it up. I know they did like CGI on Samuel L. Jackson to make him look younger, so yeah, I'm fascinated. I'm, I'm interested at in that yeah. because um, we've seen them do that a lot now. We've yeah. seen it on Robert Downey Jr. But not for Kurt a whole Russell. movie. Well, exactly. Yeah. How, I mean, it's only ever a scene. I can't wait to see. The thing is, Samuel L. Jackson like, looks quite young for his age anyway, so I think he's like less hard work, maybe. <laughs> Somebody's a bit more aging. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think they were like, the ILM people were just like, oh, Sam Jackson, 90 minutes? No problem. <laughs> Easy. But just smooth out a few wrinkles. Yeah, I mean, he just look, he's aged really well. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I tend to enjoy the Marvel movies that are standalone origin stories more because they're not so convoluted and I don't have to remember anything so in that instance I'm probably it's probably a good thing that I'm going to this one on my own as opposed to another one where I can't follow it but, like, but ultimately like I'm your... not that excited I mean I'm I'm like I'm excited and like I like Brie Larson so I'm excited to see her but but really like I don't think Marvel should be applauded for having a female lead like what 20 movies in like it's pathetic it's really pathetic and like for better or worse it's something it DC did a long time ago with Catwoman <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's it's like I will not praise them in any way for doing this because it's just pathetic that it's taken them this long. That movie did so much A for feminism and B for basketball. <laughs> um so yeah, in, in the sense of it being a female lead, that actually isn't something that I'm particularly excited by because I just think it's too little too late anyway. You don't think this is like a sort of a breakthrough for, for feminism? No, because released on International Women's Day. <laughs> No, I don't think that at all. I think that's an absolute gimmick because I think if Marvel really cared about feminism and putting women, you know, equal to men, then they wouldn't have made 20 crap movies starring all male leads. Wow, okay. Yeah, no, I I really don't think they need to be breaking it. Like DC have honestly done a better job on it. I was being a little facetious. I don't don't really... I I, think the International Woman Day thing is a... a Okay, first of all, I'm a big advocate of International Women's Day, but I think them releasing this movie on the day is nothing but a stunt, and it's complete lip service. Um, okay, I agree with you. I don't think they've done enough to date, but uh, I still like, I'm sorry, think... Wonder Woman even came out, what, two, three years ago? Yeah, but look, it's better that this is happening late than not happening at all. Um, sure. And I think... Well, I, I think the... 
I mean, I'm glad. I'm movies, glad Brie Larson's in it. Movies really. like this need to happen, and but we can, you know, I, don't, I think you can get hung up on the point that there hasn't been enough movies with um, leading female characters in this genre. That's a fact. Um, but the real issue hasn't been enough. There's essentially been none. Well, yeah, yeah, that equals not enough. Um, it's an understatement. But I think we need this needs to happen because clearly the sort of toxic reaction to to just the, the possibility of this movie indicates that there's corners of society that are really need to get their arse in gear I agree, and catch but up with the rest of the world but Marvel have propagated that issue because they've waited so long to do it and then they've made such a big deal out of it you know what I mean if they'd done it three, four, five movies into the saga, I don't think there would have been this kind of backlash. They've created the issue have by making... Made... Th- like, essentially, there's no female characters in the movies, right? They've got Charlotte, Scarlett Johansson, who never really does anything, and they've got um, what's Elizabeth Olsen, who, who doesn't do much either. Um, and they've created a situation where they've got... Just have no women, really, in these movies, like, in any real capacity. So, therefore now they're making a big deal in like they've waited I, th- I keep saying 20 am I right it's about 20 movies uh, yeah and they've made a really big deal and they're releasing an international women's day and that doesn't justify anyone being awful and trolling anyone but like they're part of the problem like they've made it just they've completely othered the fact that there's a female star of this and DC really didn't do that with Wonder Woman um I think well look certainly you can look at it and say it's, it's a cynical move potentially for a giant corporation like this to <laughs> yeah. try and do that however it's and, and look the, the other fact and this is not me apologize, being an apologist for the state of the world or the state of comic books but they're drawing from 50-60 years of characters that are all tend to be just men yeah but and they're choosing which ones to put on screen though yes no true but I mean li- literally if you look at the roster they're all they're all men, and that's because they were written in the sixties yeah, and seventies. But Captain Marvel, this men. movie set in the eighties, so this movie is set before a lot that's of the, the other 90s. movies or nineties, whatever. Yeah. Like they they didn't need to wait till now to release it. Anyway, we're getting caught up in semantics, and I am excited to see Brie Larson, as I said, and I actually think I'm going to enjoy this movie because of the nature of it being standalone. I'm actually not that interested in this movie, as in I'm 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 not that pumped for it. You know, normally I like this stuff, but I'm hoping to come out the other side and suddenly be a Mar- Captain Marvel convert Why you know, I have you no interest. I don't know I don't know interest in the character because Marvel have waited 20 movies to introduce her no I, well I don't know the character I never read her in the comics I never yeah but I never read any really of the other ones any... and I know them now because they've absolutely shoved them down my throat <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough but my, my I tend to just like these movies anyway so I've, um, I hope and imagine oh, I'm, I'm sure going like to come out the other side being like hey this is great Brie Larson is, is kick ass can't wait to see her in the next Avengers. I have seen I mean? some like um, video clips of her on YouTube of like her training and how fit she is, and she's like pushing cars and stuff. So like it looks incredible. I think she's brilliant, um, and it's set in the nineties. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I really hope it'll be good. But my, 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 all I was saying is I'm not like super like excited. But it feels like a formula. Like Marvel have been like right. So Wonder Woman is really successful. Ooh, things that happen to nostalgia are really successful. Hmm. How can we make this work? Everyone wants female leads now. You know what I mean? Like, they, Marvel have been well, really behind on this. They've no, not led they, it at they, all. No, no, no. They they had this 
they had this mapped out um, so like they say seven years ago no they literally do they go to a con- they announce it to the world they've got uh, up t- till like 2025 or something so seven movie. years ago they said we're releasing Captain Marvel yeah, on the so 8th of March 2019 no something like that <laughs> they literally no they literally I don't have the facts to hand but they, they they literally stand Kevin Feige the Marvel guy stands up on stage and then says here are the next 40 movies that we're doing in this order and right. so Captain Marvel has been on that list for ages are you sure you're going to fact check after this yeah I'm going to fact, fact check, check it, it. In, in, while me and Oscar go off to rhyme time <laughs> um, and right, anyway quickly you need to talk about the Rotten go Tomatoes this, thing go see this movie what about the Rotten Tomatoes thing I mean, do, I don't think I have time to get into that on, on this side of the, the movie. You're going to be late. Well, we've, I've brought it up now. Okay, so if, if anybody doesn't know what happened on Rotten Tomatoes, um, there's, a, there's a horrible segment of the, the world slash internet who were trolling this movie because, well, it's for mis- I can only see it as misogynistic reasons. Um, it started as somebody tweeting that she should smile more in the in the oh yeah which is a common criticism against women like awful stuff um, and uh, which she had a great response on her Instagram she posted a photoshopped posters of Captain America Doctor Strange and Iron Man with big smiles on their face it's <laughs> terrifying um, so she is so cool Brie Larson but, but the movie hadn't even been released this is weeks ago and suddenly there were hundreds and hundreds of negative reviews of the movie that nobody had seen Awful. So, it's like the stuff around Ghostbusters when that was re-released. It's very similar, and the, so Rotten Tomatoes had to turn off the, um, the 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 audience reviews for that movie, and I think they've actually changed their. Um, uh, they did it and put it on for movies that haven't been released yet. Well, However, yeah, that would make sense <laughs> anyway. Well, Rotten well, exactly. Tomatoes people shouldn't have the like capability of reviewing a movie that's not been released. But it was went on general release yesterday, and it, they had a flood of fifty eight thousand. Uh, audience reviews which is more than Infinity War apparently had in its entire entire run right so this had it on day one which and most of them were obviously nonsense because uh, they ended up deleting them there's only 7,000 left now so it's probably somebody did like loads of duplicate spam ones but it had like an audience score of like 17% so weird like why would someone and spend their time do doing that, that? I, no, I don't understand what I don't understand by these by these people is why do they feel so threatened eh it's a movie. It's a, and like so what? It's a movie about a woman. Or and it's it, like it, it, so I'm pretty sure that like I'm pretty sure it's going to be like Wonder Woman, where yes, there's a female lead, but there's a lot of male leads in it as I, well. I, I, it's so bizarre. I don't understand this. These people who tout like this is a feminist agenda and these social justice warriors and all these things. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> a, it's a movie. B, um, hang on. M- men have dominated the world for millennia. Not to mention the entertainment industry. But also, for, these are coming like, from existing comics. So what? And it's like, what's the what's the fear? What are they afraid of? That we're all going to end up in some like Star Trek: The Next Generation episode where men are subjugated by, <laughs> by women? It's not going to happen. It's but like it's crazy because it's based it's, on comic books. For fuck's sake! So they've already existed like for a long time. Anyway, that's crazy. Yeah, but so, the same thing happened on the Last Jedi, which was also disgusting to the point where they were trolling the actors in that movie. I mean, it's like it's really weird. But we've co- totally gotten caught up in it all and barely spoken about the movie. So, but, so set in the nineties, I thought it was eighties. I think I was getting it confused. With, Wonder Woman. Come on, we need, you need to go see this movie. I need to now. go see the movie. We need to just yeah. wrap this up. You <laughs> okay. Don't, you don't need to talk about the movie. <laughs> okay. You go watch it, and we'll talk later. Okay. okay? Bye. Bye. So you're not from around here. It's hard to explain. I keep having these 
memories. I see flashes. I think I had a life here. But I can't tell if it's real. idea what threats are out there. We can't do this alone. We need you. I'm not what you think I am. Right, we're back. Two screenings of Captain Marvel later. <laughs> but I feel like I actually just went to see it because I haven't had any time to reflect on it because I've been running around after a toddler. <laughs> so I feel like I just went to it. Right, so uh, what do you think of that? As always, no spoilers yet. Um, so, I overall liked it. And there's some elements of it I really liked. And like, without getting into specifics because we'll save that for Spoiler Street firstly I think Brie Larson's like incredible in it and I think she was just so perfectly cast she's so charming and she is really funny and she comes across as someone who's like genuinely intelligent and physically very strong and, and, kind, and kind of effortless as well really right? effortless like she basically you come away from that movie thinking like I want to hang out with her which you don't often I don't often come away from these movies liking any of the characters um, so that was cool and then I think the, the it was like very overtly feminist which I found cool and obviously it was written by co-written by a woman co-directed by a woman and there was you know like some like really unapologetic feminist stuff in there which was really cool which I'll talk about in Spoiler Street again but kind of essentially about like tapping into your emotions and using that as power and it's like a really really common put down of women that they're too emotional so I love that this movie turned that on its head and actually being emotional was like kind of the source of her powers which was awesome and um, I love the stuff with Nick Fury I thought um, Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson were like amazing together but they like sizzled on screen and were really brilliant um, but then it's got a fu- it's a funny thing because the nearest point of comparison is in this world I think Guardians of the Galaxy and it feels quite flat compared to Guardians of the Galaxy yeah it doesn't have the I same agree. vibrancy and really the, the, I didn't the really chemis- think the chemistry's not quite there there was the you know that sort of that quick fire sparky sort of energy that Guardians of the Galaxy but I think it's kind of script. missing a little yeah I think the dialogue I agree I agree and you can tell you can almost feel the moments when it was punching for that yeah um, and the cat like Ben Mendelsohn I thought it was, it was kind of flat like Ben Mendelsohn was so cool and like agree so all the elements were there but I felt like the script let it down a little bit and I really felt like the music let it down like I felt like they kind of shoehorned the yes, 90s stuff yes, in and they yeah, never totally quite shoehorned. properly went for it. And there's a moment where felt they inorganic. play... inorganic. Yeah, and there's a moment where they play I'm Just a Girl when she's fighting. And I just thought, this is so on the nose. On the nose. Yeah, yeah. I just, like... Yeah, I, I was conflicted because I actually... I really enjoyed the fight scene. I'm not one for fighting, but I really enjoyed the fight scenes in this movie because they were very, like, hand-to-hand and, like really well choreographed and she was like kicking ass and I really felt like that was empowering to watch and like 
you know, if I had a daughter or even for Oscar, I'm so happy for like kids to see like a woman being physically strong. Albeit I don't condone, condone violence naturally. But when they played I'm just a girl over it, I just thought, no, I just, ugh, I just, it was too much for me. Um, I just thought it was silly. Um, but yeah, so overall, I definitely enjoyed it. I think she's really good. I think it's a bit disappointing that a lot of the humor was given over to like Nick Fury and like Ben Mendelsohn's characters because I would have liked her to be the one driving that. Like, for example, the way Chris Pratt does in Guardians or the way like another close example to this one is Thor and like Chris Hemsworth drives the humor in that. So I would have liked to see her do that more. Um, but overall, she I did definitely drive a lot of humor. She did, but not as much as those two. I thought no, but also it's not as funny as a lot of the Marvel movies. And I was in yeah. a really quiet screening, and nobody was laughing, and I laughed Same. out loud once or but twice. Actually, but I was the only one who laughed. I thought I did get a couple of chuckles, but overall, like I, I felt like it was reaching for jokes, and that there weren't landing. So I no. found that really awkward when I'm sitting in a cinema and nobody's laughing, and this, and there's almost like they'd almost added in a beat for people to laugh before the next scene yeah. and that beat was just hanging on the screen working. and I felt like oh and I think the problem is because we're naturally gonna we're like absolutely 100% naturally gonna compare it to Guardians of the Galaxy because they're so close and her and Peter what's his name Quirrell Quill Quill aren't, are really very similar including their origin stories so for me that stuff just it's a shame that like we've seen Guardians of the Galaxy because we might have felt different about this otherwise and then finally I love the stuff on female friendship I thought her best friend was amazing the actress and I love that Annette Benning was yeah, in it she was great. brilliant um, so yeah overall I am positive about it I think it was a breath of fresh air after The Last Avengers which was quite heavy and then uh, our, uh, the last Ant-Man was the last one we saw which I had found to be a particularly poor movie yeah. so it's definitely a step up from that and you know long overdue female leading movie so I just, I just wish that it had been a bit better. I should have gone first because you just, you just said that I can't top what you just said. I just agree with everything you said. <laughs> well, then I'm glad I went first so and that I don't have. Well, so like, I feel like I don't, I don't know what else to say because really, yeah, hundred percent agree with every single thing you said. I thought it was great. Good. Review done. Bye. That's kind of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, but I, did I, you enjoy I'm it? Just gonna end up repeating myself. No, I, I everything you said. Yeah. I thought it, yeah, I thought it was good. <laughs> I liked it. It wasn't great. The comedy felt flat. She was brilliant. Like every, I, don't, I, don't, I can't disagree with this thing. I know people like when we disagree, so this is probably going to be really boring. Because you're just completely right. Um, it's a shame. Um, we were actually going to do this review with Helen O'Hara, who is the editor-at-large of Empire Magazine and like the biggest Marvel fan in the world. And she was due to come on, but we couldn't organise it. And I would have loved to have her here because I would love to have someone who's like... I know you're a diehard Marvel, but she's like hardcore. And it would have been cool to have someone who maybe was a bit more into it than we were. Um, yeah, it's a shame we couldn't work it out with yeah. Helen. Um, so, but I think... But like, we're both very neutral on it. Like, like, I would say, of all the Marvel movies I've seen, it certainly would be in the top few. But I never rate any of them particularly high anyway. But... I feel like I feel like a, it didn't it was lacking a certain sort of lacking style a punch. or punch yeah. or flair it was really lacking the direction and the writing of Guardians like that really punchy and then it was interesting at the end I saw like five or six people wrote the story numerous people wrote the script and two people directed it and it it kind of had that feeling of you Committee. know, not being one big vision that was yes. brought together and by one big mind. No, vision wasn't in this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, um, but you're right. And I think back to the point of the soundtrack, um, and I think that's an important 
another important comparison point to Guardians and I, I know it's slightly unfair it, 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 when, it, you can't help but compare them they're literally in the same Marvel universe oh, you, but they're in, the same, they're in the same galaxy it's they've got not the unfair. same race the yeah. same villain is in it Ronan what's unfair and um, what annoys me is when people talk about this next to Wonder Woman it's like they're nothing to do with each other they're just two movies that happen to have women as the lead yeah, but it's I, I very kind of, fair to compare this to Guardians and it's very fair to compare it to the first Thor because it was those elements that Thor had where it was like the fish out of water when he was on Earth that I loved yeah. and I felt like they didn't quite live this didn't live up to those elements of the first Thor either that I loved and then the last Thor movie which was really vibrant and funny despite me not loving it this also lacked the humour of the last yeah, Thor movie yeah it just wasn't kind of um, sparky enough because the and it, it was trying for the, the like the soundtrack in Guardians is so brilliantly selected and it's kind of core to Peter Quill's persona. Oh, it was incredible and, the soundtrack but, to Guardians. But also, it's just a great soundtrack, and so many Tell of those. I know I cannot hear that song without having a picture of of Peter Quill dancing yeah. in my head. Like, where's it, this? If I hear "I'm Just a Girl," it's like no, I won't be thinking of this. None movie. of. I mean, none. Of, it was trying so hard to be '90s, but it didn't try. But this is what annoys me. It actually didn't try hard enough. So the only kind of explicit '90s stuff was like oh there's a blockbuster video and then there's a radio shack or whatever and then oh randomly in parts of the movie a lot of computer stuff yeah but not even a lot though and then randomly every now and then they just it felt to me like someone just slapped in a 90s song yeah, the soundtrack like the felt sound- slapped in. The soundtrack didn't feel like it was conceived of as they were writing the movie. It felt like something that was added on at the end. But here's Except what- maybe the it's Just a Girl thing. Maybe they thought, oh, this would be an amazing moment. Can and I-, I did kind of enjoy it, but I felt conflicted because I was like, it's so stupid. Like, I got to say, it bothers me with... Uh, and we kind of addressed this in the Ladybird uh, review a bit as well. It bothers me when stuff of an era is all... Uh, glossy nostalgia stuff because we all lived it well if you're younger than uh, 23 we were all there in 1995 and I can tell you like uh, TLC wasn't on the radio every minute like we listened to old TLC songs TLC was on the well. radio a lot no no but look, we li- of course they were but like why not just have a 60s or 70s uh, song no, in the Dave, background they only like, had about 5 songs in the movie if okay, they'd fine. not played 90s songs for those songs I yeah, think but she they had a 9 gone... inch nails t-shirt and it was just yeah, like, but, like uh, but I think that's okay I think they didn't do enough I would have liked more 90s stuff to be honest really? but I think okay. we should get to spoiler street on this one um, yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I don't have much else to say I liked it I, th- I did like it I had a fun time oh I definitely recommend like if you're into Marvel movies I definitely recommend it if you have young kids, I recommend it because I think it's really important for young kids, well, and everyone, to see a movie where there's a you know, really strong female lead like that. And I think kids would really enjoy it. There was none in my audience. Was there any in yours? Oh, loads of kids, and they were loving it. Oh, good. Okay. I th- yeah. Wait, I think I, there wasn't a lot of like laughter or whatever. Actually, the the thing that the kids in my audience loved most was the trailer for the Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Before the movie, they started cheering. I have to say that actually, I, I made it really early, so I saw all the trailers and. Uh, I thought the Avengers trailer looked really good. I thought it was a very well-made trailer. Um, did yeah, you watch it? Because I, I know wa- you try and avoid I, it. I, uh, I'd stuck my fingers in my ears and uh, <laughs> closed my eyes. And then I felt like a bit of a loser and I couldn't hear it anyway. So I just watched it. It's a good trailer. Um, and right, spoiler street for... Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain, yeah, I think the Captain Marvel <laughs> stuff was all very strange, and oh, I still don't know where the name come from because they didn't say well, it in the Mar-Vell movie. Marvel is Annette Benning's name, but then no so one called why? her a captain, and no one called her Captain Marvel. I guess she was a captain because she was in the Air Force. But like, okay, firstly we need to. Okay, firstly I'm going to address the stuff I really like that I kind of didn't want to be spoilery on. Yeah. 
and I actually got really emotional like ironically on this um, when they're kind of emphasising through her memories to her that um, when Annette Benning was basically like the Wizard yeah, of Oz which failed. was quite cool you, fa- you, you failed and these are all a, the times you failed that was brilliant and then we saw and you know all the times men are ridiculing her and like she's not good enough to like fly in a plane she's not good enough to swing on these ropes she's not good enough to drive this race car when she's a kid and her dad's putting down her brother's putting her down her, everyone's putting her down and then they just did a montage of every time she got up again and I found that so powerful and I was crying and I thought that was such an amazing message and it's like do you know what it's actually not all about physical strength it's about like enduring and trying when you fall to get up again and like being human and and I just loved that it all came back to her humanity and like what Jude Law had been telling her to squash her emotions squash her emotions was actually you know not right for her at all because she, she said I've only... got nothing to prove to you oh my god when she said I've got line. nothing to prove to you to Bruce yeah. to Jude Law because I actually thought she was just going to do a hand to hand fight with him without her powers and I was like fuck that like that you just stop like there. rocket launches hitting the earth with like your body <laughs> like that moment when she fully realised her powers was so cool and so I really enjoyed that stuff funnily Jude Law I didn't it, and I, not to discredit the actor has nothing to do with him I found his character very uncompelling like at the start the first 10 um, minutes of the movie I thought were so bad and I was like oh my god I'm not going to be able to sit through this because it's quite unusual and I guess you can afford to do it I in the Marvel I like the storytelling the way they constructed the narrative around this I like I really like it when I look it's at it as a whole it's a bit jarring at the beginning I yeah. was a bit like where, where yeah. are we What's when I happening? look at it as a whole now I admire yeah. it and I think because it's the Marvel Universe they can do things like that because they know people are going to watch the movie but at the start I was like what's happening why is Jude Law by Basil Exposition this is so boring and I only yeah, got like, into it like when, when, like, he's, when he's on the, the alien subway with her and he's like as you know yeah. our society is run by a supreme intelligence who's basically the Wizard of Oz um, <laughs> but basically like until the moment when she left Jude Law and her the gang 15-20 minutes in and um, got kidnapped by Ben Mendelsohn that's when it got good for me and up until that yeah. point I was thinking oh my god this is like awful I gotta say in those first five minutes Jude Law showed up they had the fight and I was like Jude Law's the bad guy oh really I didn't see that oh yeah like Actually 100% see it betrayal moment later traitor bad guy I didn't now, see it coming until twi- Ben Mendelsohn showed up or whatever his name is and they like I didn't see the twist with Ben Mendelsohn that was really good I really enjoyed but that but I also thought the way well now you just believe him thing. like she just believes anything anyone tells her <laughs> I know yeah like he you offered know, no proof that he wasn't no, the baddie no he did offer the proof when he was reconnected with his daughter and turns out He's, he likes having children. But like, <laughs> even like, baddies love their family. kids. Like, even yeah, baddies love their kids. But they were very dem- uh, demonstrably refugees and, like, in many ways. Like, well, yeah, but still, that doesn't mean he's not a baddie. Um, no, no, I of course. But, like, but he was a nice guy and he had an Australian accent, even though he was an alien. I know, yeah. Um, I <laughs> loved her I friend really and her friend's daughter. I love that plot. About yeah, them just like supporting great. each other as friends and as women and how when it came down to it, Brie Larson went on that flight knowing her life was at risk because she would never have wanted her friend to risk her life because she had a daughter. However, sorry, um, we're a little all over the place here. It really annoyed me the way the, the her friend was like, she was like, come with me, I need a co-pilot. And her friend was like, no way, I'm, I'm a mother and I'm not going to do that and go fight aliens, that's stupid. And then her daughter's like, oh, go on, it'll be fun. And then she's like, okay. It's no, like, but no. I- that's I the wrong move that to because do. in every movie ever about pilots who are always men, we never hear a man going, 
oh, but I'm a father. I can't go and do that. No, so but this same movie thing. was balancing Hang on, that. I'm not, I'm not saying she shouldn't have gone because she's a woman and a mother. I'm saying to go that she was a parent who was in front of her child. Like, but and the also, child said, I want to aspire. I want to like aspire to like a kick-ass mom. But what yeah. annoyed me is that she seemed to know how to fly in space. But she didn't... She's never been in space before. <laughs> What was modified at that about that airplane that made it be able to go into space and they could fly it in space? Okay, Kathy, this makes the, no the, sense. The, the scroll guy was like, "I'll make some modifications. It'll take five minutes. I have all the resources I need at your house." My favorite so, humor in it was and that's um, all you need to know, Inclu- including an anti gravity unit. Yeah. We were all over, we are all over the place with this, but um, I just because I'm just remembering stuff. Um, I really enjoyed the scene when they were in that plane in space somehow and. The two women were piloting, the two men were in the back. First of all, to my memory, I've never seen that in a movie. Two women pilots and two men passengers. I've just never seen it. So I thought that was a really striking image. And then I really enjoyed the humour going on in the back when like Nick Fury's like, So is this like normal space stuff? And Ben Mendelsohn just like shakes his head like no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the stuff with the cat I ben found Mendelsohn really was great. funny. The cat I stuff loved was the funny. cat stuff. And but honestly, to that visual of the two women, I've never seen it. And I loved all the Top Gun stuff with them. Like, there's so much it's about this movie I liked. I just think it could have been tightened up. It was a, like the pacing was a bit all over the place, not unlike this episode of the cinema. Um, and it just could have been a bit better. But I mean, there was a lot of fun stuff. I loved all the um, all the stuff with the scrolls shape shifting. I love that. Yeah, I love when they became the surfers. It was done really well. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of fun to be had in this. I liked the fight she had on the. On the train, yeah, that where, was cool, and she punched the old woman. Yeah, that, I mean that was all that great was, fun. Actually, made me laugh out loud when she punched the old woman in the face, <laughs> and everyone's trying and to stop her. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> that was really enjoyable, and I really liked that um, Brie Larson had no love interest in this. Yeah, it just was all about friendship between her and Nick Fury, her yeah, and that's her bestie. I didn't even notice that. I just really liked that, and I was really pleased. And then there was one thing. I wonder what you think. You know the way you said that, and um, people were like trolling it online, saying, "Oh, you should smile." And then there was a line about oh, that the in the guy movie. In the motorbike. That was definitely done. I think that was. Done I actually read in, during the credits. Um, but I just can I tell you my theory? Oh, go on. Yeah. That was totally done after the movie was made. Okay, well, because no, no. she was standing there behind a newspaper, so you couldn't I have the see answer. her face. I know, but can I not say my theory okay, first? She was standing there with a the newspaper behind her face. So I was like body double, and then it cut back to a scene which had clearly been in the movie where she'd stolen a motorbike. Well, that's what I thought anyway. Uh, they were no, that. somebody had the same theory and had asked her that on the press tour, and she said no, that was always in the movie. Oh, really? It's just a Oh, okay. But it, so I mean, that's the only time she was really objectified as a woman in the whole movie. But actually, like. that it's it, it, it's a, it's not just a coincidence. I mean, it's it's a very common thread. Even you said at the beginning, it's a very common oh, it's a really thing common that, criticism. that um that um, misogynist men say to women. Isn't yeah, it? they don't smile enough, you or ironically, they're overly emotional and shouldn't be in boardrooms because they can't keep their emotions in check. But it's so funny. two things that came up in this movie. It is funny that though the feminist stuff. Um, I think it didn't like it. I thought it was handled very well. It, it's not like, it's not so front and center that it's what the movie's about necessarily. No, but it's, it's just all, when it's you're woven, aware of it. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's woven in very well sure. to the movie. So, oh, as you're, in, if you're instance, watching it, thinking, how are they making a point about this being a female lead? And you're like, right, they're very much delivering on that. But I think if I was just hadn't been thinking of that in the first place, it would have all washed over me, and it just would have been nice and subconscious. But the thing is, the the the, the fact that somebody could watch that movie and feel a man or or whoever and feel threatened by that message or feel threatened by that movie and then that's silly and but it's even more silly that people are threatened by it without even having seen it 
It's the equivalent of people protesting outside the life of Brian in the 70s who didn't see it either. It's mind-boggling to me that... Well, look, the, the life of Brian thing. If you're, like, staunchly Catholic and this movie is clearly taking the piss out of your religion, right? I actually understand that more than a movie about a woman who's got superpowers in the world of superhero movies. You know what I mean? It's just, like, so, it's just so funny that this innocuous superhero movie that's the thing it's so become... innocuous it's essentially a B movie like I was yeah. watching it thinking you know it's funny you mentioned him Star Trek Next Generation because there was the point when they were all in the spaceship towards the end and she had like the thing in the box and they're all like you know I just felt like that could have been an episode of Next Generation like it didn't feel like anything big scale well actually on that on that point and I have I kind of have the same issue with Guardians of the Galaxy and all the all the galaxy stuff in the, the Avengers universe it feels very um, not fleshed out. I never have a sense of like the, who these species are, the scale of the universe, the technology. Like, the technology seems to Earth? be seems to be you can just warp from one place to another instantly. Yet they're all after this light speed technology. I mean, but she, I, I she find landed on Earth instantly, right? Which I found strange because then Jude Law said it would take him twenty two hours to get there. Well, exactly. None of it really makes yeah. sense. Um, and I know this is because that it maybe it's uh, whatever lived in the comic book world for sixty years and has this vast thing. But as a, as a fan of sci fi, I found it. I always find it kind of um, uh, there's not enough meat on the bones of it, yeah. and it's always very cursory. And I found the same problem in Guardians of the Galaxy where Ronan shows up and is like I uh, my species were white, it was like whatever there's a war happening I mean it, none of it really was he has this? substance was he Jude yeah. Law's boss oh yeah I thought he looked familiar I thought we'd seen him before but yeah I think like the, the, again <sighs> we're I like, mean, like we, I don't I think we're running anything to say about it it's like, not great sci-fi that stuff it's a B and, movie and it's I'm really pleased she's the star of it and like it's fine basically right and there's yeah. loads of enjoyable moments and a lot of the Nick Fury stuff I really enjoyed and this helps with he's kind of the only long standing character so I really enjoyed all the stuff around him explaining his name to her and then when we realised who you know the boss wasn't the boss because he called him Nicholas and then I loved the oh, stuff because I being scratched out by the cat but he lets them all believe that it was like <laughs> yeah, was scratched out by the baddies but, like, um, he, like, oh and we haven't even talked about the CG on him Samuel L. Jackson oh, oh my god didn't I didn't spot oh, a single flaw I actually wouldn't have known they'd done it if no. I hadn't read it and if I hadn't just seen glass where yeah he does look older like hang on holy shit how did they just do that I, I just forgot that they it was did even it on a the thing. other guy as well right who's in the other Clark Gregg movies. yeah there, there was a couple of moments where Clark Gregg maybe it was just like his eyebrows looked a bit funny or something but I, I don't know but uh, Samuel L. Jackson it was incredible what they did it was just with seamless him. I mean it's it's he- it's got terrifying implications for the future <laughs> of movies it was really really can, good if you can just and like, at one point I thought oh wrinkles. don't make them hook up because I know he's playing oh, no. someone much younger, but there he's actually never. in his seventies, and I was afraid they were going to make yeah, but them there do was it. Ne- I don't think. No, there no, was they, ever there was any never. No, it was just me, it was like just a really hoping. solid friendship. No, no, it was just me hoping at the start, but it, like luckily it never materialized. I will say there were there were, you know, back to the movie feeling a bit flat. There was like, and not feeling fleshed out in places. There was literally that whole bit, you know, in that Pegasus facility. You said like the fun bit with his boss showing up and all that. But and the sellotape and the fingerprint that was fun that was fun but ha- however that whole thing felt literally like an empty hangar we saw one member of staff who showed up and led them to a room and then there wasn't anyone else and like how were they just wandering around nobody showed up there was a huge fight uh, yeah, do you know what I mean it just felt like it felt like an, an empty CG set yeah because that's what it was that kind of bothered me um, like they need it was missing a bit of um... and then she stole a plane right but how did she 
Okay, I don't know much about planes, but she managed to get a plane from being on the ground to immediately up in the air and out of the hangar. Don't, don't like, planes have to go on a runway for a while. Because this is supposed to be the 90s. It wasn't supposed to be high-tech, futuristic stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it was NASA facility. I don't know. Look, okay. We are really getting way yeah, into yeah. nitty-bitty now, here. Well, come on, we need to um, wrap up because it's yeah. really cold. Anyway, good good fun. I probably wouldn't rush to watch it again. Um, but I liked it. And, and, and I'm quite excited to see her in... That's what Endgame. I was going to say. Did you stay for the I saw first... the first one. I didn't see the second one. Oh, yeah. I didn't stay for the second one either because I Googled it to see what it was. And? And it was just basically like the Ant-Man one. It was just what like a it? little... It's just the cat again and the cat vomits up the Tesseract, apparently. That's, oh, yeah. That's fine. It. I did enjoy like, I that moment when that. the cat turned into like the octopus thing. But yeah, I actually, that's what I thought because I hadn't been particularly interested in seeing the next Avengers. Avengers. But now that I know she's in it, I think she's awesome. So yeah. I'm really excited to see her. And this is what I always enjoyed about with Guardians and Thor, like when we got to see them meet the Avengers because I find the Avengers themselves like quite dull and I'm sick of watching them. So I like when they inject fresh blood and I'm hoping she comes in as like the leader and she's leading them all even Captain America and um, Iron Man who are always kind of the leaders I well, hope she's the leader of all of them and they're going to have to do the opposite right and age her up which is going to be quite interesting oh no but in the in no, there... she pro- look she probably has this she doesn't age now probably because she's infused oh yeah because they showed her and she hadn't aged no. oh shame I was looking forward to that um, but yeah I can't honestly like this has made me more excited about the Avengers movie, where Iron Man made me less excited. But about she's it. more powerful than any of them. Yeah, right? she's like, awesome. Like when she flew through all those like missiles in space, that was so cool. Oh, she just flew through a whole ship, that and it was looked cool. amazing. And I found that so cool when she was like infused with all of the power that had been in her all along. She just needed to untap it. I loved all that. And I loved the sort of mohawk style of her. Uh, of her helmet. Of her helmet. Yeah, thing. that was cool. That was cool. Um, but yeah, okay, right. Let's go. Um, all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and you like listening to us, we would greatly appreciate if you um, have Apple Podcasts to search for the cinema, subscribe, and give us a rating. It takes like maybe a minute, but if you enjoy listening to all, all of these free episodes, subscribe we give to us you. on uh, whatever platform you're on. We, yeah, any platform, but it just it's just a weird thing that for whatever reason, like the currency of podcasts lies in Apple Podcasts because the only kind of big platform that aggregates reviews like that and it just helps other people find us so it's just really beneficial to us so anyway thank you please do that also catch us on twitter instagram and facebook at the cinema and we can email us the at gmail.com yes um, and let us know if there's any upcoming movies you want us to go and see because we're kind of struggling to get to the cinema bit at the moment so we're prioritizing um, so we'd like to know what you guys want us to see yeah and we always email back yeah. Well, a lot of you have emailed us, and don't we always email back? We always email if we, back. If we didn't email back <laughs> to someone, we're sorry, first yeah. of all, and then send us a follow up email, yeah. and then I'll apologize. Okay, okay bye. bye. How do we know you're not one of those shapeshifters? Congratulations, Agent Fury. You have finally asked a relevant question. No, oh, congratulations to you, Star Force Lady. You're under arrest. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.